0: Hi, I'm Cassandra Fredrickson.
1: And I'm Norman Mitchell, and we're the hosts of Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we discuss, appreciate, and delve too deep into the Lord of the Rings Extended Editions, one minute at a time.
0: You know there's a Balrog down there, right?
1: It'll be fine.
0: (laughs) Have you ever wondered about Hobbit economy
2: or how wizards get their mail?
1: Are you also in awe of Hugo Weaving's eyebrows? Then
0: join us every Monday through Friday on our mission, quest, thing... Only on DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dueling Genre.
2: Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we're covering the movie Clerks one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkacz. And today we're covering Minute 49 of Clerks, quite possibly the greatest hemorrhoids minute ever. And we're joined from the Airport Minute, the Rocketeer Minute, Mr. Jim O'Kane.
1: Howdy, fellas. Great to be on the show. As a native garden stater, I am proud to be a part of this uh, clerk's adventure.
2: It is a pleasure to have you aboard. You're the man who forced me to watch Airport. <laughs> <laughs> Physically. Sit. Watch. Watch. Yes. Did you like it? Did you? Did you actually like it? I did. I really enjoyed it, and I and I always kind of thought I would, but it was like one of those movies that you just needed that extra push to watch. Like it was almost my (laughs) excuse to watch it. It was like, oh, I will
1: have to watch it. This guy made a
2: minute (laughs) podcast. I guess I have to watch this movie.
1: Uh, But it worked out all right. So I can't get over we've got two in the bag now, and I mean, you you guys did uh, Burbs and stuff like that, but I having two behind me i just feel like how did that happen how did that all go by
2: it's amazing i feel like it's how some people talk about when i was doing the burbs i'm like there's no way i'm ever doing this again this is insanity
0: (laughs) and then it finished and i was like
2: i want to do another one
0: (laughs) it sounds like a drunk morning hang hungover morning i'm never drinking again (laughs) oh man let me have another drink drink. oh it was so much
2: fun though (laughs) but then yeah then right after that (sighs) it was right when it was starting to blow up and it was going from when i started and there was you know, there was 10, 11, and the next thing I know, there was 40. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you have to scroll down on the uh, Movies by Minute page know, now. It's, it's ridiculous.
2: And
0: So you were never doing it again, and you decided to do one that's going to be like five, six And that was long. the whole reason I
2: picked the burbs to begin with. I picked <laughs> the burbs because it didn't have any... It species. was one movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, we're so smart. We're brain going, burbs. hold my beer. Oh, let me pick this guy that has like a whole <laughs> filmography. Oops.
1: And he's still making movies. I mean, that's yeah. the scary part. And, I mean, <laughs> I
2: still tried to... I still hedged my bets, and I made it Jay and Silent Bob, so I, that got me off of half of his filmography. But now he's like, I'm making more Jay and Silent Bob movies. I'm like, come on, Kevin. Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, what, you, you snipped out Garden State? so that's- <laughs> Yeah, I, I snipped out, of, what, Jersey <laughs> yeah, Girl,
2: um, his True yeah. North trilogy. I think that's it. Yeah, those four. Oh, in red state. That's the other
1: one. Uh but, uh, anyway, you started out with a good one. This is, uh, an, always an enjoyable film. I think it's, uh, I love Kevin Smith movies, but I think he gets better when he is under duress. I mean, it's like, it's like podcasts. Your best ones are always when you're under oh, arrest. So it's, this is, this is definitely something that you can see everything is riding on it. And, uh, it's filmed, uh, a nice, you know, nice film school style and uh just a you know a slice of life of the past yeah i keep i keep forgetting this movie is so old now because to me it just seems like it just got made a little while ago Uh, but you know when you start looking at the backgrounds of uh, the minute we're in we're we're looking at uh, the backgrounds where there's a giant uh display of kodak film for sale which uh you know actually i've I've been in like some some 7-elevens and things like that where i think they probably are still selling kodak from that era uh, yeah it's all washed out from the sun uh,
2: from sitting there for so long (laughs) yeah
0: yeah you couldn't yeah. technically say they're selling it it's sitting no. there yeah <laughs> I don't yeah film as much anymore you <laughs> still campaign. see the
2: occasional disposable cameras there we uh yeah. you're talking yeah, about the, right. the film school style it's not in this minute It happens like five seconds before we start but i don't know if you watched the previous minute right before the customer approaches him in the store and they're talking under the light and then he's like can i do something for you and then they walk over here and then they start their conversation which is a real film school thing to do because what did you do in between while you were walking you walked silently alongside yeah, of each other yeah, until you static, get back into this perfect position
1: static shots all butt cuts there's no uh, there's no dissolves no fades it's like that's all expensive and we had a
2: yeah we definitely gave you a real dynamic minute here as you were coming off two blockbuster minutes yeah. of the camera sitting on a tripod <laughs> and just a two shot it is i mean it is kevin smith 101 here
1: yeah it's a uh, yeah, lock, the lockdown camera, twenty-eight millimeters, and you get you know everything in frame. The only thing that's going on is you're watching Dante's head and the uh, bathroom guy. Uh, this could have been on a stage, yeah. <laughs> you could <do> clerk's live, <laughs> which we did bring up. We um, have
2: brought up once or twice but, about uh, doing the clerk's theater thing. A couple guests have asked why it's not being done already. Yeah, it seems like yeah. Well, maybe God, the musical. The musical. They're I'm <laughs> not even supposed to be here today. It's a big number. It's got a <laughs> reprise later in the, the show. Apparently. If I remember Kevin correctly, he mentions that he didn't have the US rights for it for X amount of years and he was waiting for that to run out. Wow. Although I feel at this point in time you could probably leverage the Weinstein's to give it to you. Or I'm sorry, the Weinstein yeah, you could. Weinstein singular. <laughs> one of them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. And as we're recording this, we don't <laughs> yes. know how many are as still of this working, recording. There's bit, still uh, one there. <laughs> think, yeah. It's just a uh, i it, It's amazing just how much is, how much of this world is gone. I mean, just in the one scene, we're looking at not only the the Kodak film in the middle, but to the left, a payphone,
2: <laughs>
1: and to the right, a oh, cathode yeah. ray screen. The,
2: although I wouldn't be surprised uh, if just, you went to a convenience store and still saw that TV. May not have worked in the last be, decade yeah, or so, be. but it it's, might be uh, there I, still.
1: And and an actual cash register. I mean, there's no swipe. There's no nothing. <laughs> you know, you actually have to take cash and make change and all kinds of. I uh, mean, there's no, no pictures of the items
2: on the on the uh, buttons like McDonald's.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: a, another another it's another like part of the world. Just a little cheeseburger amazing. thing here. Another, yeah. He's just having a nice little conversation with his buddy Al Berkowitz. So, <laughs> somebody mentioned about a about a, Al Berkowitz. his name yeah. his real name is Al Berkowitz. Obviously, he's credited as, as old man. As all of Kevin Smith credits are very on the nose about ah. who their character is. Somebody yeah. mentioned, "Oh, that's a, that's a different name." <laughs> I'm like, not around here. <laughs> like, I probably knew three Albertowitzes yeah. growing up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's very common.
2: <laughs> yeah, I
1: Yeah, when I think of uh, showing my age, when I think of uh, the word Berkowitz, I think of Son uh, of Sam. I mean, he right. could have been a contemporary. He could have been his, uh, his cousin David. He, uh, yeah, Ber- Berkowitz uh, ruined my uh, junior prom because we all had to be home at ten o'clock because you know who knows what was going on out out in the uh, the wilds of uh, New York. Actually, you know. There's thinking about that, my yeah. my my favorite part of this is his uh, rather creative comb over. That just that that hair on the on over his left ear started out, you know, growing by his right ear. <laughs>
0: and it's funny, but last week we couldn't figure out if it was a yarmulke or not on his head. The round oh. the round bald yeah. spot on the top is he very was perfectly just round. until he turned yeah. his
2: head. <laughs> I was like, I was the one saying it. He turned his head. and I'm like, oh no, it's just the ah, weirdest comb over I've ever seen. Ah,
1: but a beautiful. He is the uh he is the Chekhov shotgun of of this particular film. He <laughs> sure uh, is. And here we are. Here but he is I being really hung on the wall, it, so to speak. Kevin yes.
2: Smith is not known as the most subtle of filmmakers. I would say you've gotten such a litany of crazy customers up to this point. This guy is just another drop in the bucket of the insanity that's been happening. You, you never get him disappears second thought. <laughs> when you don't even think <laughs> when about he's him. He's gone. Again. You're like, "Oh, okay, well the Chulis gum guy left and this guy left and this guy left. They never reappear." But he definitely yeah, he he set this one up nicely. Yeah, the it. first time this happens, I mean, I don't I don't know if anybody in, on this podcast was like, "Oh, I knew that was going to happen." I certainly didn't. I wasn't.
1: No, that that sounded. I mean, it was uh, the thing that this all reminds me. I mean, as as it rolls to its conclusion, I'm not spoiling the thing, but uh, it it all seems like a very large urban legend. Like you know, there in the, in the door was a hook, that kind of a thing. It's like you know, this, this is just such a nice. You can hear the story being told days later. By uh, you know the participants of saying and then what happened and then what happened. So just trying to set up this this all sounds. That's the thing that I like most about Kevin Smith's stories. It, it all seems like somebody telling you a story, and then this one time, and then this one time, and then this one time, and that's the way these things unroll. It has kind of a, a realism to it, but then it has this sort of a, a yeah, campfire the adds feel. To the campfire to the feel storytelling. to it is
2: the way that the guy he doesn't just come in and go to the bathroom. He comes in and then he asks about the bathroom, then he leaves and comes back and asks about the toilet paper. Then he comes back and asks about he keeps coming back and adding a little bit like yeah. layers and layers to it. So you're just like, oh, this guy's just another annoying yeah. customer in this list of annoying yeah. customers we've had today. And again, this guy's another not a trained like super professional actor, but and like a like a coach who puts a player with limited skills in the right position. Kevin puts this guy in the right position to succeed. Like I'm sure if this guy had more to do, he would probably not be able to yeah, handle it. Get, but he, he gives him exactly as much as he can handle.
1: Yeah, just just enough where he he had all the lines memorized, uh, you know, and uh, Brian O'Halloran yeah. hands him the, the lines for his cues and it's you know, they the you do A, you do B. And and that's that's the style on this whole thing, but it's forgivable because it's like you're really he's moving the story along and telling it. And uh, it, it's just one of the things that always amazes me about Kevin Smith stories is how long you can hang in there with the dialogue. There's very little is happening. And even when he throws in just some motion, I mean, we see some at the very tail end of this minute of just Jay and Silent Bob hanging out. There's not even sound over that part, but it, it's just enough to vary the visuals. But his, his whole focus is on the dialogue and what story he's trying to tell. Um, and that's it, it's nice seeing an early mastery. I mean, it's not exactly a mastery because it's... It, it, we weren't used to this method of storytelling back then, but it is it, it is an interesting and way like of bringing the, uh, that story to the, the audience. The
2: inverse of uh, George Lucas, of like George Lucas's idea. It's all visual. Doesn't matter what they're saying. Where Kevin yes. is like, doesn't matter what I'm showing. It's all what they're saying. And I'm sometimes yeah, I've yeah. accused him. He's only done it a couple times it's in uh, Clerks. He does it a little bit more later, where he can get a little too too cute with it. Like you, he can fall in love with his language a little too much. Like, that was a clever line I came up with. Well, no, it's got to serve the story. It can't just be how clever you are.
1: he does get into the, uh it gets to like a tennis match kind of thing. It's like, you say A, he says B, you say A, he says B, and you just keep the A, B, A, B, A, B thing. And it just, that can get tedious, but he doesn't really, he cuts away from enough here and making the scenes brief enough that you can, you can live with it for the time being. It's, it's short, little, almost blackouts that he has here, where he's where he's giving you another two shot, another another step of a little story going on to the next one and the next one. So you, you don't, uh, you're Chris never bored because about, there's always like, some new thing going
2: under. On. The underrated, underappreciated actor in this film is definitely O'Halloran. He, I mean, he has to do a lot of heavy lifting. He has—he's in oh, the yeah. scenes with all the non-professional actors.
0: Honestly, yeah. his, his first line in this in this scene oh. is more of a Randall line than a Dante line. Yeah. You notice that he, he asks him what kind of toilet paper he got back there, and he says the white kind. Yeah, that, that sounds like Randall to me.
2: <laughs> yeah, but then the guy's so good, he just rolls over him and goes, "I didn't ask what color it was." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well that guy's great. He really
0: yeah. is good. Yeah
1: yeah i don't I don't know if this is something that you know current audiences know about but there used to, like there used to be many multi- multicolored types of toilet paper that used to be like a thing there used to be like the beiges and the yellows and the greens and things like that Scott Tishy's the in a, a multitude of colors that all kind of disappeared in the early eighties, but it was white was the bottom level. Uh, you know, nowadays it's like there is only one kind of toilet paper. The idea of seeing another color of toilet paper is is unusual. But back back when this was being made, it wasn't like it wasn't completely unusual to have uh, non-white toilet paper.
2: Yeah, you're only getting non-white toilet paper now if you are a super environmentalist. Or you're a hipster. It's like, oh, I get my toilet paper unbleached. It's good for the environment. You're like, well, listen, if you cared
0: that much, you wouldn't no, use okay, it at yeah, all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the unbleached variety.
2: Yeah.
0: You're right, though. <laughs> to see a roll of pink toilet paper now would be really odd, or beige toilet paper. It would look strange.
1: Yeah. Gosh, I wonder how long – I mean, I don't, I don't know when that – it probably – they disappeared at the same time as that Kodak film, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I can remember having aunts and uncles with, uh you know, different kind of decor bathrooms and they would have like matching toilet, you know, like if you went into a pink bathroom, they'd have pink toilet. Yeah, bubble.
2: I remember that. You know, it was funny. It's funny you said that because until you said that, I'm like, I don't remember ever not seeing white toilet paper. But now that you said that, I can remember going to my aunt's house. She had a blue room and a pink bathroom and they both had matching color toilet paper. Yeah.
0: And probably uh soap shaped like shells too, right? Yes, of course. Yeah. That you're not allowed <laughs> you to
2: never use. Used. Yeah, yeah, you can't used it. use <laughs> it. Whoa. Whoa, whoa. That that soap and towels are for company. Yeah. <laughs> you use yeah. that garbage that's underneath the sink. <laughs> yes.
1: The the ones that the edges are like fraying out and you can it it, it looks like a loose mesh by the time you're wiping your hands off of yeah. it.
2: No, um, no, you use the use the towels underneath the sink, the same one we use to scrub everything. Yes.
1: <laughs> Usually, wipe the dog's paws off when they come in from the backyard. It's just uh, long ago and far away. Uh,
2: Not not uh, in this house, it's not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You still have pink toilet paper? Wow, I'm
2: impressed. Must have a big surplus. I need to to dry off my hands. Use that towel. That's the towel (laughs) you use in the dog. Oh, you're fine.
1: (laughs) Why is it always aunts and uncles? I mean, I don't my my parents. I guess we were just grew up in a plain toilet paper house. But it's it always seems to be aunts and uncles have the have the decor kind of thing going on. Very very strange.
0: Well, that was the that was the aunt with the money. (laughs) That's why. (laughs) The reason nobody's talking about them as their parents because they had the money because they didn't have any kids. That's why.
1: (laughs) Yeah
2: yeah. (laughs) We lived. We had. We only had two kids, but we also only had one bathroom, and that bathroom was not themed. The theme was get your ass in there early, or you're not using it. (laughs) Yeah. Or be, oh, cl- be glad a, you're a boy and can go outside. I,
1: I had an aunt who had nine kids, and the one thing that was never allowed in the bathroom was any reading material, and it was like... <laughs> there was no time. There was like, yeah, it was like, it, it, it was like uh, guessing, guessing the letters on the uh, Wheel of Fortune. You had about the, that much time. I was
2: like, dee, 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 come on, come on, come on, come on. People are just outside oh. blasting an air horn, Burr, your time's <laughs> up.
1: Oh, boy, wow. All
2: um, right, I got to check my notes, see if I actually talk about... It. Oh, I know what it is. Chris. I almost forgot to give you your quiz. Oh no! <laughs> now you're from the area, Chris. You should know this. What does boy chick mean? Yeah, see, I didn't know that. I couldn't
0: even understand what he
2: was saying. He you never said heard boy that chick, term right? before.
0: you never heard anybody call it a boy chick. I heard it on some on a on a TV show recently, but no, I never heard it as a kid.
2: Right, we had a couple people around here that would say it.
0: Does that mean like sissy no. boy chick, like no. a girl? No, no.
2: <laughs> the term of endearment for a young boy or a young man, chiefly Jewish. In parentheses term of endearment for any special male with whom one is familiar uh I always heard it kind of like how he said it like come on boy chick like an older man to a younger man like the example' red Oaks boy chick the, your daddy the, would be proud
0: of you if he were alive <laughs> <laughs> on the on the show Red Oaks on Amazon they the one guy calls all the people all the guy's boy chick but he's doing it to be you know mean he's not doing it to be nice
2: <laughs> well, I guess he's calling them. he's using it the other way like where it's used as
0: like an inferior or like a boy, yeah, that's exactly what he was doing. Come on,
1: boy chick. Like like never saying garçon when you're in yeah. France, when you're waving at a waiter.
0: It's
1: like, no, not
2: done. No, don't do that. I mean, you can if you don't mind having your food spit in. Yeah. <laughs> and, wow. And just don't uh, don't be American at all. Just, just say you're from Canada and <laughs> things will go better for you. All right, Chris, at least I didn't ask you any questions about hemorrhoids this minute. I let you go on that one. <laughs> uh, the last question I had in my uh, notes was, um, so if you give him that magazine, do you have to throw it away afterwards? <laughs> Do you really want it
0: back? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's we only going to read the cartoons, but that's not. Totally yeah, expert, we'll get there. So. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I don't know if if you work retail, one of the things that you do with uh with stuff that you don't plan on on using or selling is just move it to the back of the the back of the pile and pulp it at the end of the month when oh. they, when they come to pick up the newspapers and the magazines. It's just that's the back on the bottom.
2: All right, uh, Chris. Do you have anything else? I have no more notes for this minute.
0: I just the rough stuff's going to knock the hell out of my hemorrhoids. but That's it. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, if you don't want to use the rough stuff, maybe don't go to the convenience store. I, uh, I understand. It's an emergency. You got to go. You got to go.
1: Yeah. It's, at certain points, you have to say the uh, the flattened, corrugated uh, cardboard that's at the back of every one of these things. That's <laughs> You can get down to that.
0: Is it that much of an emergency if he's going to have a 15-minute conversation about toilet paper and magazines? He's not really in a rush. I hate to,
2: spoiler alert, Chris. <laughs> he has an ulterior motive here. <laughs>
1: oh, just, it's, it's a rough world. in, in it, red It's
2: bagu- a rough world, not a cottony one. <laughs> that's right. Oh, I think that's the episode. <laughs> no cartoon there, bears I think on that's the cover. The so name right there. All right, uh, Jim. Do you have anything else for this minute?
1: No, I'm good. I think we can, we can pick it up,
2: uh, in the next, right. in the next minute uh, if people will join well, before us. Before we tomorrow. go, why don't you tell everybody where they could, uh, where they could run into you on the internet?
1: You can find us, uh, well, I've got two different places. You can go listen to us, uh, listen to me on, uh, Airport Minute with, uh, my good friend Mark Cerulli, where we went over the entire 1970 movie Airport, not to be confused with Airplane, even though we did have Robert Hayes on for an episode. Uh, check, check that out at Airport Minute. Find us also at, uh, Rocketeer Minute, where the star, the Rocketeer himself, uh, Billy Campbell, joined us for many, many episodes that we just finished. Find that at rocketeerminute.com and at uh, finer. Fi- oh, I'm sorry. If you're looking for us on Twitter, we're always at. Uh, or I'm, I'm I'm not using the Imperial We, but I'm co-hosting with these other people. So uh, uh, find us on Twitter, uh, Airport Minute or uh, Rocketeer Minute on Twitter.
2: Oh, and if you're looking for us, you can find us at our original podcast, The Burbs Minute, or of course over on Facebook and Twitter at Jay and Silent Bob Minute. Uh, join uh, go into the listeners' club, Jay and Silent Bob's Quicker Stop. Um, there's some enlightening discussions in there, and sometimes just the listeners yelling at me, which is also fun. Uh, you can check that out on Twitter. T- Twitter. <laughs> Not Titter. Whoa. <laughs> Getting ahead. That's the next minute. <laughs> Jane the one oh, Minute. <laughs> Obviously, I've lost my mind. Uh, also, don't forget to check out uh, the Die Hard Minute, starring many of the people from the Movies by Minutes uh, podcast, including everyone on here tonight. It's uh, quite an adventure, and it's all... Because of Jim, it's either his fault or his triumph. We'll find out which one. I just, made.
1: I just set it up. Everybody else showed up and did the work. I... <laughs>
2: well, listen, if it works, you're a genius. If not, it, it'll fine, be yeah. your fault. I'll <laughs> <laughs> right. take the credit, but not the blame. It's okay. Oh, exactly. It's the way it is. You're like the quarterback <laughs> of a football team. All right, uh, that is it for us. We're getting out of here because we're not even supposed to be here today. I'm living keep it together chris for god's sake i know that you giggling in the back <laughs>